So before we talk about the the major I hosted this weekend, I really wanted to quickly talk about Summit Four. Yeah, just a casual drop there. I hosted a major <laughs> this weekend, by the way, guys. <laughs> you know, no big deal. You know, it's no just the, deal. the daily. The just daily. a bit of a bit. You know, You're doing things. You know, no big deal. Doing some cool shit. You know, you know. We'll see. All right. So, I don't know how familiar you are with the Summit format phase on for Smash. Not at all. All right. So it's pretty much the way it works is um, there is this group called Beyond the Summit. They were actually, I think, originally a Dota 2 org who would host like really like top tier and goaded like Dota events. Yeah. And they're like, yo, let's start branching out to other esports. And they started. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I know they do. They do Smash. They do uh, CSGO. They, I don't know if they still do CSGO, but they used to do CSGO. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, I only know of like Dota because of uh, my coworkers that worked out, worked with them for Dota. Yeah. But pretty much what happens is it's pretty much like the upper echelon of players only. Yeah, yeah. 16 players flat. Yeah, like they, no, they, they like rent out a house or some shit and like and, and I think I think like they own it um at this they point. They own time. it, okay. Like cuz like it, it's like it's like a huge like like um vicinity, right? It's kind of like, it's like a, it's kind of like a venue meant for like a, a certain amount of people. But it's not a it's a, it's not a tournament where like anyone can just kind of go. You can buy like a VIP pass, but guess how much the VIP passes? Yeah, it's probably like fucking a grand. 4 grand. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a grand just for the pass. You got to pay for like flight, hotel, you know. So like, whatever. So what they do is based. I think it's based off of how your performance was the last couple summits, or based mm-hmm. off of like your placing on the PGR. I forget exactly. You just get invited to the event. Yeah, yeah. Right. But then I think those invites only fill up to like four to eight slots of the sixteen. Mm-hmm. The other, the other, the rest of the slots that are available, people can get voted in. Okay. And it's kind of like a voting process, right? Yeah. But alongside the voting in process, you can also donate money for your player uh, who you want to go to get in. I forget mm-hmm. if that actually increases their chances of going, but it's supposed to like help the prize pool of like everyone going, right? Yeah. So there are some good and bads that come with it because like you want like let's say like I wanted a jersey player to rep, rep, rep and go, you know? He's 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 like um and every time they do it like it's like like two make it out every time. So like two makes it out and then like two weeks go by like another two make it out like another week goes by like another two make it out kind mm-hmm. of thing you know so like they're always doing these like cool like, initiatives to to go but like if you donate money for a player to go and they don't go you don't get that money back yeah that player doesn't get the money that all that money goes to the prize pool yeah so like people have a problem with that because some players make up like six thousand dollars they don't get in and now it's like well i could use that six grand for like anything else yeah literally anything and i'm not even gonna i'm not even fucking it, going. it sucks but i guess at the same time if you're donating that money you you should already be willing to lose it in the first place yeah but that's not smasher's thing <laughs> yeah sure because <laughs> so, like realistically you're not getting that money back unless you place first probably yeah yeah and i was gonna get into like the price pool and like the distribution because it's actually fucking nuts it's like the biggest um, so like summits are like the biggest prize pools in Smash history as of right now, only because of like the way it's generated, you know. Because usually mm-hmm. for usual Smash meters, you have to pay like a venue fee and you pay a, a fee to like um, play in singles or doubles or whatever. Yeah. So like, and that venue fee is like like all, all that money you put into singles is what is kept in the pot unless you like a pop bonus or something. So uh, Ultimate Summit Four was super dope to watch, only because for me personally, I had my two favorite characters there. And that was uh, Falcon and Krom. They yeah. were represented by Lavish and Fatality. <clears throat> and Fatality is like one of my favorite players of all time. I watched, um, I watched one of those fucking Captain Falcon matches. 
Really? Uh, where where he like got he got like a reverse sweep. I yes, think. yes, yes. I mean, yeah. I think he played against um uh Meister. It was a game. It was him against Game Watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It exactly. That's mm-hmm. an all matchup for for actually. I, I think maybe he. I think uh, I I no he. I think he wants against Lucina. I think he wants against he won against Lucina, and then he lost against Meister. He took like one game off Meister. I remember that because that, that was fucking impossible. I, I just remember watching it and like he was he was getting his fucking shit kicked. Yeah. Falcon was not less in this game. Like he wasn't smashing yeah. more. Yeah. And like that's what that's the one really I think I think it was Fatality versus either like Proto Banham or something. But right. Maybe yeah, I don't I don't was, remember yeah. who it was. I don't even remember the character. That's how little I know about Smash. <laughs> I just yeah, remember it was, it, was, it was hype. <laughs> yeah. So so listen to this, right? Um Smash Ultimate Summit 3 uh had a prize pool of hundred and fifty-nine thousand dollars. With first place, who was tweaked, by the way, New Jersey Rep, shout out to Gavin. Bring home $47,000 for first place. 47 fucking K. Damn. One weekend. <laughs> that is a fucking New Jersey teacher's salary. <laughs> True. You're not wrong. <laughs> On a good day. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Like, fucking nuts. MKLeo was second. He made 23, like almost 24K. Sparkle got third with 19K. And Mars got fourth with 15K. So like, well, pretty much 16k. So like, the distribution is is fucking fantastic. Right? I agree. Like, like top it's... four makes like a good like good amount of money. Yeah, it's it's super good. So like, and like the remaining 1.4 percent of the prize pool was split in evenly between the two players limited in the last round of crown funding. So that was Peanut and Wadi. But like, it was it was a great event, and that was that was last year. So um, that yeah, that was August 26th, 29th, right? So Ultimate Summit Four was the most recent one. And um, this one was particularly special <clears throat> because um, the person who won is this Mexican player named Spargo, right? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into like, the narrative of, of it all, right? So the number one player in the world is MK Leo, also from Mexico, yeah. also really young, like 18 or 19 years old, maybe like even 20 at this point, right? Spargo is around the same age, maybe like 18-ish, right? Mm-hmm. They've both been playing for like super long. But MK Leo always had Spargo's number. Always. Yeah. In regards to from this is from Smash Data, right? For for set counts, it was 12-9 MK Leo's favor. And game count 48 to 41 MK Leo's favor. So, like you may think that's close, right? Most of those recently are at, most of those wins for Spargo are actually as, as of recent. Like so, as of like last tournament and like maybe yeah. like a tournament or two before. Yeah, exactly. So he, and if he ever did beat him in winner side, if they ever faced in loser side, MKLeo would always win. Yeah, or if they like meet up in the finals, like he just he just wins. Exactly. Every time, every time MKLeo has always won, whenever it mattered, right? Yeah. So that's that's what was really that's the the important factor here. So MKLeo, the beautiful thing about MKLeo is if he's not first, he's second. Yeah, and that's what Coney says best. Coney's a, a tier one commentator from. Um, I, I, he was from the MDVA originally, I believe. But uh, yeah, he said it. He said it best. Where if he doesn't get first, he's second. He's always in grands, always mm-hmm. super consistent, super great player. At Ultimate Summit three, MKLeo. I mean, Ultimate Summit four, MKLeo got fourth. Yeah, which is like unheard of for him. Yeah, his his like, and like he, he like even even he plays like he played like some like online events, right? But those those don't really fucking matter. Those don't really count. As someone who yeah. looks at them, they're fucking trash, right? So like for any in-person events, he always got 
first he got first at main stage, first at Port Priority, first at Low Tide City, first at Riptide, second at Smash uh, Summit, first at SWT, first at Smash Alzheimer's. Like, like, like he's yeah. just the go- a god. And Spargo finally beat him at Smash Summit Four, uh, where they met in losers. And the big thing about MKLeo is people always talk about Game Four Leo. Mm-hmm. Like Game Four says, is that is that like when he turns it around? Like, yes because usually what happens is like someone will take the first two games off of him and he will always reverse three of them mm-hmm. always almost like, to the t so like he wins game three and everyone's always says if you can't beat game four leo you lose because game five <laughs> leo already has you downloaded <laughs> <laughs> so everyone always emphasized game four leo so at summit it was it was game four mk leo looked like he was winning and Spargo turned around with a nasty edge guard, with a, with a nasty confirm. Um, where I think MKL was coming back from ledge, and he hit him with a move, like I think like a nair into like a, a runoff stage fair, and it spiked Leo, and it ended his summit run right there, and putting him in a spot where he hasn't been in years, literal yeah. years, and he goes on to win the whole thing. Absolutely incredible, right? That was the first week of March, and the PGR, which stands for the Panel Global Ranking, or you could call it the Player Global Ranking. Yeah. started in March. I don't think summits historically have counted for them. I think they're used to decide like tiebreakers between like upper yeah, echelon but, players. But it's never like a defining tournament for their rankings. Exactly. Just because it's only top like the 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like eight of them are always kind of alternating, you know? Yeah. So it's never like, like, like d- definitive. So this weekend I had the astute pleasure of running the first PGR major of the year, which was collision 2022. In Northburg, New Jersey, hosted at the Boulevard, right next to Helix Esports, um, and it was it was just a great event. Um, I remember, like, like Faison, <laughs> he 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 wanted me to say this for the podcast. So, like, any questions you have for me, you can. I'm ask gonna say now. I'm gonna save him after after we okay. talk about this, like okay. the narrative uh, and the storyline of the actual okay. event. Right? Awesome. Right. So yeah, I just yeah, really quickly. Um, so I've been in Smash for three years, right? And I have never worked a major before. Mm-hmm. I've always done weeklies. And they're all for free for the most part. Yeah. Just grueling TOing. And we stream them too. So like I'm also like the stream coordinator. And I'm also talking with my production, like, you know, when matches go like what when and when like ads go live and all. I'm also like advertising the event on our socials. So like I we, we were supposed to have collision 2020, right? Mm-hmm. But the pandemic hit right before it happened. Yeah, so it got canceled. And it got canceled. And we, we lost a lot of money. My, my company had to take out a, a, lo- a loan to cover our fucking losses. And it just sucked. It just sucked across the board. And we just hosted like three weekly free events every week. And we just wanted to rip our hairs out because we had to keep, we had to, sh- we had to keep face in our community, you know? Mm-hmm. So we, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of like moving parts here, but like um, Collision 2020 was on track to being an S tier event. And the reason I say S tier is because when, we, when you already have an established PGR, based off of the number of, of attendance and also the quality of attendance, you um, that event gets moved up in rankings for the PGR, for the player global ranking, for the next yeah. one of the next season, right? So it being an S-tier event meant your win there against a pro player would mean more than an A-tier event or a B-tier event or a C-tier event, yeah. you know? Just because like, like, it was so stacked. So it all got fucked. And 2020... Like my org had always outsourced our production to um, fantastic producers like 
House of 2000 and Master Hand Gaming, you know. So during the pandemic, we decided that we would start our own production to keep it like, you know, in-house and kind of centralize everything. Yeah. So we, over the course of one year, we got our Twitch to 10,000 followers. Mm-hmm. After hosting um, the pandemic anniversary series last April, and then we hosted Momentus at the Microsoft Experience Center in New York City, you know. So like, we did all these cool things that like kind of tied in from the pandemic, but they weren't anything of like a major caliber, you yeah. know. So this weekend, we hosted an 850-man tournament. Crazy. 850 fucking people. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking, that's fucking nuts nuts literally nuts and i still can't believe it's real in about 20 i think it was like twelve thousand square footage of space between like two venues that are like right next to each other and honestly it just felt like a dream come true this is like everything that i had been working towards for for my smash career like finally coming to fruition and for for like for collision i wasn't a to i was actually the stream player manager and -hmm. it's kind of like a weird role where my role specifically was to find the players that we're going to be on stream and put them on stream within a certain amount of time. So we don't, we don't lose viewership. Right. Yeah. It's like, you want the matches being back to back. Like an average exactly, smash yeah. match is 15 minutes. Like, and if it goes like best of three, you know? Yeah. So like, like, um, uh, and we had two streams, we had two live streams. So I was managing both of those and it's, I thought it was really easy, but like, it, it like, like it kind of isn't just cause I've been doing it for so long. So like, you you have to have like you know like good like hospitality with the players you have mm-hmm. to like be like you have to be able to like talk to them and, like you know like reassure them like, like like any breaks or anything like that you know to like kind of just keep them happy so uh i would just kind of have like people like send them send them my way or if they didn't come i would just make, make make an announcement and i would just put them on stream right so like day one was really grueling there was a lot, a lot of things that went wrong yeah like we, we had we had a water leak on the main stage where we had like a bunch of <laughs> we we had a bunch of equipment like like AV equipment for production. These like thousands of dollars, you know. Yeah, just fucking water damaged. Yeah, like and like it's like leaking because there's a storm, you know. So like like I had to we, I got that fixed. Um, there were like some other issues that like came up, but like like uh, overall it ran it ran well. So like the way we made it work was I think we did uh, we did four waves, right? We did waves at two, four, six, and eight p.m. Mm-hmm. And then we had um, eight pools and each pool had 24 players. This shit is a science, right? Because like, <laughs> yeah. it, it literally, it really is. I feel like, like there's somebody behind the scenes that had to break this all down. Whoever oh, it was no, yeah. is a fucking genius. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that person's name is Grayola. Shout out to Gray. Gray's a homie and RJ. They, they're both like bracket connoisseurs. I, I like, I have a lot of bracket experience and I, I know how like a bracket flows. But for like the way they got it down was like to a perfect T. I would get close, but they they like literally like like I like they always they just made you feel like a dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> basically yeah, they, they, like... they know what they're doing. They're fantastic <laughs> jobs. So shout out to RJ and Gray. So they they scheduled it like amazingly. Everything went smoother right on time, and it was it was just a good time, right? So that was that was kind of like the gist i got to like meet like a bunch of like like pro players i got to like talk to uh, a tweak and gavin like gavin like like i got to talk to them before right but it's always a pleasure talking to him i got to like talk to cola you finally got to you know talk to a lot of these people in person exactly exactly i've talked to them over smash eg for so long like yeah it's never never the same you know yeah like they don't know my face you know they see my name right so like it was nice to actually like meet them and talk to them and kind of get to like know more about them and like you know kind of have like that that camaraderie between them and i like oh yeah like 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 I'm someone who like is a part of your community. It's actually like nice to meet you. 
Yeah. It's like, like, you know, like no I've been watching you Fox. play forever, forever. Exactly. I've been watching you for years. Like, you know, so yeah. it was really nice to like meet everyone. It was really nice to like be a part of like a really awesome team. We had, we had, um, like great production too. We had people with like, like walking around cameras, taking shots that would feed live into the stream. Yeah. Um, and here's, here's one thing that I'm very proud of that I'm really proud of. So like a lot of like, like, you know how like in sports you have like personal trainers and athletic trainers because mm-hmm. you have like, um, people get hurt or injured. You exactly. Know? Yeah. So like in esports, we need to, we need the same thing, but like we never had a solution before, you know, it was, cause mm-hmm. it was just, it was like a very grassroots niche. So I found these people called the esports healthcare. Yeah. Right. Or just esports healthcare in general. And, um, they do like, like, um, like, like, uh, consultations, hand therapy, um, chiropractor, uh, like practices, you know? So like, uh, I saw that they, I saw, I found them on Twitter and I was like, yo, I would love for you guys to come to my event. Like smashers always complain about like, like hand pain, joint pain, like muscle pain. So I feel like this would be like a really good, like answer to a problem that they don't even know they have. Yeah. And kind of just educate gamers like, Hey, carpal tunnel, like tendonitis, it's legit. And if you don't take care of it, like it's going to come back and fuck you really badly. Yeah. It's going to bite you in the ass. So I thought that was a really cool idea. And they're like, yeah, we'd love to come. So they came, you know, and the guys who worked were like super chat, like, like, like (laughs) really awesome buff white guys, fucking chisel chins, like, like just pure chat. Like total giga chads. (laughs) Literally giga chads. And, um, uh, it felt really nice because they set up and then everyone went to them. Everyone. They served up like a hundred people and they were, they were the talk of the event. Everyone loved them. And it felt so it good. Your that, like, idea. My activation. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. My activation fucking killed that shit. I was so happy, bro. Everyone fucking like, like everyone on my team wanted to go see them. Everyone. And they're like, they're like, Oh my God, I, I feel like a new person. Like, like players and commentators would go to them. And then they they'd be like, holy shit. They go to commentate and their fucking their energy is just massive. Yeah. Like, like they're was, just like loose, so- relaxed, like yeah. And it, it was all your like, idea. It was all my idea, baby. <laughs> it was all my <laughs> idea, boys. I'm taking the credit. <sighs> and dude, like, and it was so nice to like like I got to like um like before top eight, when I actually had a chance to breathe, mind you, mind you, mind you. <laughs> Friday. We, for, for everyone to put it in perspective, like how much I worked and how much we have to work to put this thing together, Friday, we had to set up, right? So from 12 to like five, we set up the stage. We had to, because like, there's a lot that goes into it, like staging, you know, like how we want the stage to look. We had two 16 by nine projectors and what kind of projector, like, I mean, uh, yeah, projector I mean, screens. You also have to run like fucking tests and everything to make sure yeah, yeah, it exactly. works and it's Thousands running how cables, you want it to work. We have to gaff, tape the cables yeah. down. Exactly. We have to do all these tests. We have to do all these things to make sure it runs smoothly so there's no hiccups on the day of. And then we have a pre-local. It's kind of like a standard for majors to have like a pre-local. So it's people who like kind of like never been in their area before to come and hang out and play. Mm-hmm. So and you I get a feel of like the environment and all that exactly. stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I had to run the pre-local because like I've, I just hosted a million of these. My boss was like, I trust you to like finish this and do this. So here you go. And that shit was from like 6 to like 1140, bro. I wanted to fucking gouge my eyes out. It was a 128 person pre-local. Like yeah, no big super annoying. <laughs> yeah. So I got home at like one and I had to get there at like 8:30. So I had to like wait, wait at seven. We get there, we're doing day one. I worked 12 hours straight. I did not have a break from dude. I saw I saw your Twitter thing with like uh one of steps. your Twitter posts or your steps, bro. You had like yeah, I average like 20K. 20k a day or something. 20k. Mind you, mind you, my job is meant to be stationary. <laughs> 
(laughs) (laughs) Fucking crazy. (laughs) Fucking crazy. So, like, I worked 12 hours straight. And it was, it was, it was so rough. And then I got home at one again and it was daylight savings time, Faison. Daylight I had my dinner. It was 159. I said, don't you fucking do it. I blink three. <laughs> I said, fuck! <laughs> fuck! I had to wake up in like four hours. Yeah. So I went to bed. I woke up and I, would, I just felt like death. After a 12-hour shift straight. Yeah, you get four hours of sleep that probably wasn't even that great. (laughs) (laughs) Like, realistically, you probably didn't even get four hours of sleep because you probably didn't fall asleep until, like, 3.30. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, I just sat in my shower for 20 minutes. (laughs) I just sat there. Like, like, like the world's Mm -hmm. ending. And we get there, and on our schedule, it says doors open at 10. But... The event starts at 11.30. So I got there at, we were supposed to get there at 9. I got there at 8.30. No one was there. I said, fuck this. I'm taking a nap in my car. Take a nap in my car for like 50 minutes, an hour. I felt fucking rejuvenated. Like a whole new person. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I thought this was going to go completely different. Where like, you took a nap, you woke up, like fucking events. Event. <laughs> events like halfway through. Everyone's looking for me. Yeah. <laughs> Calling me my phone. Yeah, you're just fucking knocked right out outside. in your car. Literally, no, that'd be fucking hilarious though. No, yeah, so like I, I just felt like death. So I got to finally, like, I my first break of the weekend right before top eight, right? This is when the event runs itself because it's mm-hmm. eight players, yeah, you know, and then it's they a, all you know, know, it's a step down from the 850 for sure, yeah, you know. So, like, <laughs> our cap was 768, everyone else was a spectator, but yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's a step down from the 768 players for sure, yeah, you know. Just, <laughs> bit marginally not that much you know yeah so i finally asked my boss like can i go get my back blown out (laughs) (laughs) by this fucking giga chad (laughs) (laughs) and then he was like yeah go ahead i'll take it from here i'm like all right bet i go over i have a great conversation with these guys these guys are super cool and i have to talk to them and they were really happy to be there they're like dude we haven't been to an event for like three years like you know like like like, this is our first event back. And, like, dude, we didn't think it'd be this big. Like, yeah. you guys have, like, 850 people here. And we're like, I'm like, yeah, man. Yes, sir. We're doing good in Jersey. Yeah, I man. didn't think it'd be this big either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just as surprised as you are, bro. And they're like, they're like, yeah, bro, this is amazing. Like, like the Smash community is so cool. Like, you guys, you guys do great production. You guys put on a good show. And then he said these words to me that made me feel so good as an event organizer. He said, I want to come to all of your events. I'm coming. To I think all those are events. those are the words that's like music to your fucking ears, right? I like, wanted to cry because that's legitimately like uh, all your hard work and like somebody's there like validating it. It's not okay. even like, oh, the event you ran was good. It's that, yeah, next time you run one, I'm going to come because this was so damn good. Yes. Yes. It was my <laughs> event. He said, your event. It just felt so good to fuck here, man. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was, it was just great, you know, and like, it, it was so nice. Everyone had a good time. Everyone loved them. Everyone loved everyone else who's a, a vendor. So honestly, great success. Everyone loved the event. And this is, this is the, the other narrative uh, that I wanted to get into. Right. So MK Leo tweeted out after getting third or fourth at summit, uh, it, it was fourth where he said, I'm going to try hard at collision. He said that, right. Usually MK Leo doesn't tweet that kind of shit out because he's always, he's always gotten first, yeah, right. He- because he's like he's either first or second, right? Yeah. Why try hard if you always are gonna fucking get clutched? Now yeah. he's like you know, so like he like 
what there was an event that happened after Summit called the G Four Smash Invitational. It happened like last second. Nobody fucking knew about it. He got third. He didn't win that mm-hmm. one either, right? So Collision came around. He comes. He's playing. Um, it goes into um, bum bum bum, right? So it's it's this is the really like our top eight was fucking amazing. Our top eight was MKLeo. Quid, who's a New York uh, Pokemon trainer, Spargo, Tweak, who's a Jersey uh, Diddy Kong, um, and Cola and Riddles. Cola's from Georgia. He plays Roy. Riddles is from Canada. He plays like FCC characters like um, like Terry and Kazuyo Mishima. We have mm-hmm. Light, who was um, New England Fox, best Fox in the world, and Chag, who's a Mexican uh, Palutena player. This top eight phase on, not even bias, was the best top eight in Smash Ultimate ever. Yeah, ever. You didn't have fucking Luigi in that shit. You didn't have fucking Game and Watch in that. In, in that, like, or or fucking um or Steve from Minecraft. Everyone here played a Giga Chad character that people enjoyed watching. Usually in top eights, people are like, "Oh yeah, this character's lame. I'm gonna go take a snack break." I could not. Nobody took their eyes off of that fucking screen for any of these games. Yeah, fucking phenomenal. And uh, where the narrative building comes in was that tweak. Uh, it was Tweak and Riddles. This is the fourth place decider, right? Uh, Riddles always beats Tweak. This time he took it 3-2, right? Then it was Tweak versus MKLeo. At the beginning of Smash Ultimate, like years ago, Tweak was beating Leo. And then at some point in time, Joker came out. <laughs> yeah. And then Leo started beating Tweak. And then uh, some time goes by, they, they like, like, you know, like, like, um, like, they, like, he finally, like, Tweak wanted to get his revenge and he finally got his revenge where he beat game four Leo. Tweak beat game four Leo for Leo to get third at collision 2022. So now it's like, now it's like, Oh no, like, like number one, isn't number one anymore. And it, yeah. it it's like, it's, it's great from a community point because it's, it's like, now things are different. It was always. Exactly, number yeah. One, yeah. And know? now in like the past, you know, I guess like three tournaments, he hasn't finished top two. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and now it was, um, it was grand finals. Spargo versus Tweak, Mexico versus Tri-State. Will yeah, Tweak hometown bring hero. it home? Exactly. Or will or will Spargo continue his godlike reign? So in Grands, Tweak beats him 3 right? And now they get into a reset. Like, it's like holy shit, like it's 3-0. Possible. Yeah, like, it's possible. Like, the energy's there. Beating beating somebody 3-0 is kind of like it's pretty crazy, right? Because yeah. I feel like it's it's like kind of unlikely that somebody can make enough improvements to win within that short period of time because mm-hmm. the 3-0 is like a convincing win yeah it's definitive pretty much yeah everyone there's this joke in the smash community where like like oh i lost three i lost oh three but it was close <laughs> 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 because like, it's like oh, if it was close you would have won one or two games you know yeah so but i'm not gonna part, lie though <laughs> sorry yeah. to cut you off no, i ahead. feel like smash is one of the only games where a fucking 3-0 can be close it can be, yeah, because you can always get last hit or, like, you know, last hit, last stop. Yeah. So now it's the joke of, like, are you a clutcher or a closer? Oh, yeah. no, are you a choker or a closer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, the thing the thing with um, Smash is that in the Grand Finals reset, it's called True Finals, Tweak already came from playing a match. So he, he's already warmed up, mm-hmm. you know? Ch- uh, Spargo hasn't he's, played a match yeah. yet. He hasn't he's played since cool. probably, uh, I guess, he, the so losers, like, he, like he, whenever he played. In- he played winner's finals, 
right? Yeah. But, well, like before um, that, did he? Do, so I don't know the schedule you guys had. Was that the, was that the day before? Or was that the day of? It was day of, right? But day it, of, like, right? So top eight was in like, one day, right? It was yeah. probably like an hour though. He did. Yeah, play. exactly. He waited like an hour plus, and yeah. he's over here fucking. He had he he played fourth place decider. He won that. He played third yeah. place decider. He won that. You know. Yeah. So he's so won. he he's played like seven games when Spargo's played three. Yeah, and uh, exactly. So like 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 Tweak was warmed up, but now when the reset, the crazy part was that Spargo actually beat him 3-0. Yeah, which I was I was looking at uh, the Liquipedia, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, is this wrong? <laughs> nah, dude, I hope not. I was, I was the one who submitted the scores. <laughs> no, no, it's just crazy to me, right? Because it's, it's like 3-0 and then 3-0. Yeah, yeah. Like, you wouldn't think, right? Like, you would, you would think it'd be, like, definitive, but it's not. Like, that's the crazy part like, about I think reset. I think that you could see... Like, it's crazy to me that it was a it was a three zero for the opposite side. Yeah, mm-hmm. he like you know tweak just three out. You'd kind of expect him to at least like win a game or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about it's about the adjustment. Now now yeah. now he's warm and now he's thinking in his head, oh fuck, I just got three zero into true grands, the true finals. Now I gotta like adapt. I gotta like, you know like so. He beats him, and Spargo is now solidified himself as currently, in my opinion, the best pair in the world. I, I also going going back to the topic. I think that like the mental aspect must be fucking crazy. It is. So, so Tweak actually released a video. He has a, he has a podcast called Tweak Talks, and uh, it's with him, Charles Hazma, and I forget what the other individual's name is. Um, but they talk about collision, and he said going into that grand set after he popped off on um, Leo. Like he told himself, he said, I'm not gonna pop off. He pops off on Leo after beating him, and then he goes to the grand finals. He's he's like he's like I have no energy now. Yeah. Now, like as a competitor, he had no energy. So like after he beat him three out, he's like, okay, you know maybe maybe I could win. But like like that now now it's up to that competitive mindset. Like he didn't he wasn't able to keep up because he played all these matches back to back. Yeah. You would think he's warmed up. But he's actually exhausted because yeah. he's always adapting, always doing these new things, always thinking. And Spargo's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm chilling. I was talking talking with my friends. Yeah. I had a snack, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, and I also got to watch him play, right? Which is, yeah. I feel like, is a major thing. Mm-hmm. And like, whatever, <laughs> whatever they do, like play, like, like whatever they are watching, like MKLeo and like uh, Spargo are always talking about like matchups and like things in the game. Mm-hmm. So like, like they're always working on like improving. And like each other you, you also, you going. also can just pick up on like you know little habits, right? From exactly. watching somebody play. Exactly. And it, I'm sure like it. it it probably changes even from fucking like day to day in smash. Right. Where it's it like, does, yep. he plays it like this instead of like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very common thing. Like within reg, even like within sports or esports in general, it's like, th- this is who the best player was today. Yeah. You know, it's not like, it's not always going to be set in stone. It's just like, you were the better player today. I will be the better player next time. Yeah. So yeah. But uh, also, good. also going back to like the little mental thing. Right. I think because I'm, I'm looking at like the, the game scores. Right. So Tweak three O's him, but he like every every time he's left with one stock, right? And then he comes into that first match and Spargo ends up beating him with like two stocks left. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that like took a hit on him mentally where it's just like, holy shit, like I actually got smashed. So so like it, it's it's it's, a, it's a, that, at that point it's like it's like I can never imagine what Gavin is thinking, right? Yeah. Where where he's like, he's like, Oh, I just beat him 3-0. I'm tired right now. Like, and he, like, he just two-stocked me game one. Yeah, like, it was a close 3-0, too, uh-huh. which we were memeing about it earlier, but it, just by, like, I don't know, I didn't, again, I didn't watch the actual games, but just looking by the, uh, looking at, like, kind of, like, the box score, it was pretty close. Yeah, 
Yeah, right? exactly. They were they, they were, but like in in the in the the finals reset, Spargo had his Gavin's number like pretty considerably. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that was that was pretty nuts part. Yeah, but yeah it's it probably was just fucking event. again. It's also just fucking exhausting playing that many yeah, games. Exactly. He played what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve games <laughs> in the course of a day. Yeah, and he had, no, he actually played more than that. So we actually did top one twenty eight. Oh, okay, two. okay, okay. Yeah. So it's so, a yeah, fucking so insane amount of games. Top thirty two, top fifteen. So he played a lot more games. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, dude, it was a great event. I was super happy to work it. I'm like, we hit like we hit fifty six thousand viewers across multiple streams. Yeah, which 56, is crazy thousands. for a fucking Smash Pager, bro. Yeah, and I'm like, super that, happy to hear to see so that. So good. Yeah, because like the other competitors are VGBC and BTS. And they mm-hmm. always average about like 30k for for their majors. So like and that's just on one stream. So for yeah. us to hit 56 on multiple, and like we hit like 30, we hit like 32k on our mainstream at one point, just felt so good. Bro. This is like also it, correct me if I'm wrong. This is also the first major you guys have ran. Uh, I ran. My boss ran. has been he's he's ran multiple. He's ran so many. Okay. You know, well, yeah, this, he's been, this he's is this like is the first years. one in like forever, though. In like three years. We our yeah. last major okay. was Clutch 2019. Okay. Oh, the other big events we ran, we ran online, but like they're not the same yeah. because no, it's like, never the no same. There's no camaraderie, and the the supply and demand of like switches mm-hmm. is one to one with like pretty much like one to two with players because like both players have switches. You know, like at majors, the biggest problem is like capacity for switches. Yeah, and, like how much you can run at once. So like that's why we, like we that's why I mentioned like it's whole science earlier. You know, but yeah, you can you can now ask me all the questions you want after I got into my whole last long okay. rant about collision. I guess these are just gonna be kind of general. Looking back at it, what do you what do you feel like? What was like your favorite event through or like favorite thing throughout the whole tournament? My my favorite thing throughout the whole <laughs> tournament was um, we have we have this one announcer. His name is Stu the announcer. And he's a guy <laughs> that I mentioned earlier. He like uh, he works at um, uh, that uh, esports arena in Texas as a commentator. Um, he he was emceeing our event. So for the, all of top eight, after every before every match, he would introduce them. He's like, coming from Mexico, it's Spargo. Right? So like 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 he was he, he's like a fantastic MC. My favorite part was after um he he messed up spelling a uh, collision because you had to like use the promo code for like for something else, right? He he spelled it wrong on he's like C-O-L-L-I-O-N-I-O and like it's like he spelled it like, completely wrong, right? <laughs> He missed the S and he knew he knows he did too, but he like, like, he, like he wasn't thinking you that you can't time. backtrack on it. Yeah. Yeah. So Twitch chat was just roasting the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> like Kalinion. <laughs> so, so my favorite part was after, after he did the next one, he, he walks off the, the area, looks me dead in the eye and just says, fuck Twitch chat. With <laughs> <laughs> the most serious face. <laughs> and I just started dying. Like, like that was that was probably like my favorite part. Of, I even tweeted out that that was probably like my, my favorite part of, of the event. Oh, oh that's yeah. fucking funny. Yeah, that's it was so funny. Hilarious. Yeah, man. Uh, All right. I guess. Um, what else is there to ask? Is there anything you guys felt like you know maybe you fucked up? Well, not fucked up on, but like maybe you could have done better. Uh, yeah. I mean, like staffing is always an issue, you know, because like we our team is only so big. And you have to do, we have to, we have to do like multiple jobs. We mm-hmm. like, we have to have people doing check-ins to make sure that people, when people come, they have their vaccine card and their ID. We also have people doing bag checks to make sure that no one brings anything illegal or dangerous. 
Then we have pool runners who run two pools at once. Then we have commentators. Then we have um, we had to have like security. So like like and like production and like photography, you know. So like like it's 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 hard to like micromanage people because not everyone's gonna do like what they're told. Mm-hmm. So it's always it's always, the biggest thing is like is like like for me is like is like that like the one thing you can always improve on is like staffing and having like a really solid team of people who know what they're doing. And like we chose some pretty good people, but like some people were like may may have messed up in one area. Some people were like may yeah. have like didn't feel well the second day, you know. So that yeah, was yeah, kind of like the, you always the could just thing. feel like you could have more people. Yeah, yeah, just exactly. to make everybody's life a little easier. Yeah, because everyone worked long hours, bro. Yeah, like, but at the same time, it's I guess it's always also always tough because you never know if somebody's gonna put out the quality of work that like your team currently does. Yeah, if you bring exactly. in somebody new. Exactly, and it, it just takes one TO who we barely know who like filled out the volunteer form to like DQ to, a like, top ruin, player. Yeah, ruin the whole fucking tournament, right? And ruin the whole event, and like have people tweet it out, be like, "Oh yeah, shit event." Uh, MK yeah. got DQ from the bathroom. We're never, we're never watching Collision ever again, and yeah. your whole fucking company's ruined. Exactly, tarnished, <laughs> tarnished because one guy's like, <laughs> one guy's like, I like DQs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Ugh. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just happy for me? you, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank I'm you, just, bro. Because I know this is something that you've always been working up towards. You know, yeah. we, I mean, I remember uh, we, you'd always tell me about your smash events that you run. Like, you'd yeah, always dude. be doing, like, you know, weekly online shit. And you were never really, oh. you're never really very excited about it. No. Like, <laughs> so, like, my big thing was when I, I got into Smash, I loved the game. You know, I wanted to be part of a cool community. And then, like, online Smash just killed my love for the game, if I'm yeah. being honest. Like, and I, I'm sure it yeah, probably did the same thing for so many people out there. Yeah, but like the, the difference between like me and them is that I didn't give up. Yeah, exactly. People who didn't like online events, they stopped hosting them or they stopped helping us. Mm-hmm. You know, I I bit the bullet. I'm like I'm like we need to do this. Like it sucks for me, but like this is the, this is like the right path. This is what we need to do. So like even though I fucking hated it, I knew that it would pay off in the long run. And after all those awful online events. <laughs> I can confidently say that this PG being the first PGR major of the 2022 season and having great milestones and having everyone have a great time and doing something that I love definitely paid off. So yeah. thank you, bro. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm ecstatic and I'm, I'm excited to host more events. Cause honestly, like, like, bro, we got sponsored by Red Bull. We got sponsored by Medify, you know, like we had cases, we had, we had, we had Medify there doing like, if you beat him, you get a free lesson kind of thing, you know? Like, that, like really that's cool actually activations. fucking dope yeah that's exactly. so cool yeah really cool things we had people doing controller modding shout out to geo for and fix my sticks we had people we had somebody doing like player cards so like you know like like what tcgs they have like raiders and stuff yeah 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 they have people doing that so like you can you know, have like an mk leo card i this is totally random they're actually starting to do that for the lcs now really that's fucking that's fucking poggy shit they should, they should make them nfts yeah <laughs> I'm not even capping. That's the worst part. Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Get fucking canceled. No, yeah, the, the LCS got a new like a uh, their players association isn't a part of Riot anymore. They have their it's like a separate company now. Okay. So they're like they're trying to actively brand players and stuff like that. That's super dope. I actually really like that. Which is like, cool. Like, I just remember now cards, that you brought it up. You know? Yeah. Like like same thing. So like I I just think it's dope. But yeah, man. Fucking to many more. Too many more fucking too many more. Ooh, was was there somebody that you I guess who who's the person you were most excited to meet? Whew. So like 
because there I'm definitely is one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Back in the day, I used to be like a really big fanboy, but that's because like I used to watch these people like a cra- like on my screen for years. You know exactly. Yeah. No, like, it's I've it's watched... only kind of like you watch somebody play, like you you start to root for them, and you really start to like you know I don't know. I guess especially when it, in esports, you know you you have so much more access to the person mm-hmm. as like yeah. a personality. Mm-hmm. So it's and, easier like, to like root for somebody. Exactly. So I, I hosted like an event, a regional called Hold the Line uh, last year um, in uh, New England, uh, Connecticut. And freaking, uh, I got to meet like Light, which is super dope, you know, and he was super, super nice, super cool. Uh, best fox player in the world. So, uh, but, and then I, I got to meet like meet Gavin a couple of times, aka Tweak. So like him and I are like, like friends, which is like really cool. I can like have a really cool casual conversation with him. Instead of being like, oh my God, Tweak Senpai, send my controller, you know? Like I'm sorry to like like arguably like a, a top five player in the world. He's 23, yeah. by the way. He's our age, and um, he's super cool. He's super. He's actually fucking hilarious. Yeah. So like like for this event, for people who are was really excited to meet, I was really excited to meet like MK Leo. Like I've seen him a bunch before, like at other events, but like I never really had like a way to like introduce myself without like, without like coming off as like like a nobody, you know, like a, reg- a regular Smasher. Like oh hey Leo, oh, hi, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like. I got to actually like talk with him. He even complimented me. He's like, you're doing a good job. And I was like, thanks, man. Thank so are you. <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks, man. Like, like Leo's super dope. Uh, it was so nice meeting Spargo because I talked to Spargo and, and Smash G chat for like so long. Uh, I got to meet Chag and he was super cool. I was really excited to meet him. Um, same with Cola. Like I've watched like, so I watched, I watched a lot of Fatality and he, like, him and Cola were always um, like in grand finals of all the Georgia events. So me watching Fatality, I inadvertently watched Cola and I watched him become the God he is today. And I had a really cool conversation with him. And I told him, I was like, I was like, I'm like, bro, the only reason you're as good as you are now is because you played against uh, Fatality, AKA Griffin. And he's like, he's like, nah, 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 that's cap, that's cap, that's cap. I'm like, bro, 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 no, no, no. You play against Falcon. You make one mistake, you're dead. He's like, oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, maybe that's why I am so good. I'm, like, I'm being serious, bro. Like, like that's how you, like, you make such, such little mistakes now. He's like, yeah, I can see that. And then um, one person who I really, really liked talking to um, was Riddles. So a little fun little lore about uh, me and Riddles. I went to Pound 2019, right? I was a regular smasher. And he asked for a money match. And I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'll money match. You know, why not? It's like five bucks, right? He destroyed me. He (laughs) He fucking swindled you. Dude, that shit... I, I should have reported him to the fucking IRS. Yeah. So the, to, <laughs> I should have reported that $5 to the fucking for his tax returns. Yeah. He washed me. And then, like, but like, like, at the level of, like, like, the level of a smash that I'm at now, like, I can tell who is good and who's really good. So, like, after I got my ass handed by him, like, by, like you know, by him, um, I, 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 he walks away from the setup and I look at him and I'm like, that kid's going to be somebody. That kid's going somewhere. And then that day, he got grand finals of squad strike at that major. And then now here he is getting like fifth, and he like um no uh, my bad fourth at my tournament. Did you uh, and, like, did I, you ask him for your five dollars back? <laughs> I actually I talked to him. I told him that story. And then um he's like he's like oh yeah thanks man thanks. And he he played on stage. He beat the person he played on stage. He comes off stage. He goes to me. He's like yeah man thanks for the motivation. <laughs> and I was like oh shit like no problem homie. <laughs> Like it was, it was nice to hear. Like you know, my, my quick little story was like, I, like in his eyes, like motivation to like you know, like do better and play better. So, yeah, like, that was super dope to hear. Yeah, so I was really excited to meet all of them. And then the other person in, in top eight, his name was Quid. He came to my local once. I had the pleasure of talking to him, and he's just a super, super goaded fucking Pokemon trainer from from New York. 
and on, he just he just got a license, so he's gonna come through two more events. So honestly, like like it was it was just dope. It was just so dope to like meet everyone. Yeah. I'm, again, I'm just happy for you. You sound like you, you. you had all you know your all your hard work for fucking three fucking three, three, whole three whole years, years of running shitty work. online <laughs> online <laughs> events. <laughs> Which they oh, were well ran, by the way. <laughs> they were, yeah. The, all the online events ran fucking phenomenal. They were, they were no problem. I just Wi-Fi fucking sucks. All right, but anyways, <laughs> that's all the time we have for today. Thank you to everyone listening to Esports Diff. Make sure to follow, rate, and review us on your respective podcast platform to stay up to date with our episodes. They air every Thursday at 10 a.m. EST. Don't don't look at the last two weeks. We had a little bit of hiccup. That's no problem. We're your hosts, Hobbs and Fizon, and we'll catch you next week on Esports Diff. See you guys. Peace. <laughs>